What's your favorite scary movie? where two LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. Oh, I'm Kate. Hi! <laughs> Woo! Off to a great start already! Thanks for joining us. I know we took a month off. Uh, uh, back stronger than ever. Uh, <laughs> with with some, This was my choice. It not to like build it up too much but like so far this is my favorite movie of 2022 and so when we were Ooh. thinking of like shit to do i was like well fuck there's washer <laughs> like, oh yeah you could make could make a meal out of watcher uh it's finally been released to the public so i got to see an early screening of it through beyond fest which is this local like la you know cinema shit um i got to see I don't think it was like the premiere of it, but it was early on back back in like June, and some of the actors were there. The director was supposed to be there, but she got COVID. And couldn't go. Oh. No, but so it's um, written and directed by by Chloe Okunu and stars Micah Monroe, who I just freaking love, and we'll get into that. But she's one of our modern scream queens at this point. Between this and like. Everyone knows her from It Follows, and I always associate her with the guest, which, hell yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Um, so, and it's, the way I, there will be spoilers for this, because we have to talk about the ending and everything, but, um, yes. full disclosure, but the way I've been pitching this to people, because I'm trying to get anyone who can to watch it, it's on Shudder now, it's available on Shudder. Um, yes. It's a very, like, you know, simple premise that's just executed so well, but it's, this woman moves to Romania with her boyfriend, um, and so he's at work all the time and she's just isolated and alone in this country where she doesn't speak the language. She's learning it, but she doesn't speak it. And he's gone all the time. And she notices this guy across the street in her apartment is like staring at her through the window at all hours and starts, he starts showing up in her neighborhood, um, at places she's going, like the movies, the grocery store, just like continues to escalate and freak her out even more. But, um, of course, when she mentions it, no, everyone just thinks, like, they brush it off. And it's just, like, it starts off as, like, <sighs> well, let, let's get into it then. Um, So yeah. you <laughs> hadn't seen this yet. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Because I know that I got to see a Q&A for it. And, like, they talked about how, like, they kind of wanted to keep it as a thriller of, like, to an extent, at least, of, like, whether or not this was actually happening to her. I, of course, in my mind, I'm always just like, well, of course it's fucking happening to her. Um, (laughs) Duh. And, like, even after that ending, there were people in the Q&A that, I don't know, were trying to switch it around, kind of like with the the Invisible Man, too. Men just love to, like, not believe women or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because, and, like, I just remember he was like, well, what if it was all in her head or something like that? And Lee Winnell just had to, like, shut him down and be like, no? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So same for this. So yeah, it just like off the bat, like uh, she's objectified off the bat from the first interaction of the the cab driver and everything, and like um, in a different language, of course, too. Uh, like you know, and her husband has to translate, and he's just like, "Oh, your wife is beautiful." Just little microaggressions like that. Like she experiences that from like I think like every man in the movie, basically. Um, wh- one of the things that just really struck me about this is just like you. It's a very specific movie about just how fucking terrifying it is to be a woman. <laughs> like, yeah, I think the the way the way it's all set up and everything. I just well, let, let me. What did you think about it? Did you like post it? that picture? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I loved it. It was so it was so good. Like, I was gonna post that picture that was gonna that was just like Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine Nine saying men are horrible and the world is a nightmare. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> just yeah. that movie. Um, but yeah, like and and the at the same time that this is happening, there's also like a serial killer going around, um, and like yes. decapitating, and it's always it's always women because of course, um, mm-hmm. and so like you have to deal with that, and then like they're making. 
she's at this office party with her husband and she's like mm. learned a little bit of romanian at this point and um they're making some kind of jokes and he like tries to brush it off like like what's he saying and he's like oh it's just some office jokes um and then she's like well did you say like um i think they called him like oh what were they calling him spider the spider, the spider. Has, has can keep me company or something and i'm just like Girl, you gotta go. Death to all of them. Yeah. Oh my god, that fucking is it boyfriend or husband? I don't know if it's that's her husband like stated. It's her husband. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> the flames on the side of my face. I hate like, him. Um. Oh my god, what a dipshit. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. So let, let. Sorry, my brain is like mud right now. Um. <laughs> Because I, I hate him so much. No, um, he really just, right off the bat, um, what I, I like, it was like red flag immediately after that conversation about, um, what was it? The, he goes back to the grocery store to look at the security footage. Oh, yeah, yeah. immediately, immediately, instead of being on her side, is like, or he's looking at the girl who's staring at him. Like, what a, oh my god. <laughs> boy and and continually tries to play like the card of like oh i'm here for you and she's like but like it, dismissing her the entire time and calling her fears like irrational and crazy when it's like the, the realest and most common thing on earth and like you pointed out like there's a freaking serial killer even if that even if this guy isn't a threat there's a serial killer at large that's killing women and like how can you not be on edge about that yeah. um <laughs> Like decapitating women, and it's like just like how like how can you not just like want her to be okay? Like even like in general, yeah. And just, just that, any that specific that was... scene you mentioned at the work party, like uh, the way it's played out is so interesting because he's really showing his true colors, and she and like how much he underestimated her too, especially like in her learning the language and everything, because mm-hmm. like. Talk, the the fucking audacity of like saying that right in front of her regardless if you think whether or not she's gonna understand that it's like oh you're a slime ball yeah and he laughs at it too and i'm just like oh okay okay it's, it's all fine i wonder <laughs> i i don't know i don't know if she mentioned why she chose romania as the setting but i, I really liked it i felt like it would have been i don't know some too much like <laughs> lost in translation if it wasn't if like because yeah it had to be a non-english speaking country right but like i thought that like choosing romania and also her like her actively like learning it instead of just like being this character that moves to a foreign country and decides like well everyone just needs to speak english to me like that kind of thing like Mm -hmm. i liked that about her i i i think it was some dumbass on letterboxd or twitter or some it was some dumbass guy that like said that he would have cared more about Julia, about this character, if we knew more about her. And I almost kind of like that she's this blank slate. Like, all we really know is that she was an actress. Um, yeah. And that she's she's here now. But, because, like, and Micah Monroe is just so enthralling. I don't need to know anything about her to care about what she's doing. But, like, it's like, I don't, I, I feel like it was intentional to kind of have her be this blank slate because, I it, like, isn't that the point? It's just, like, we shouldn't have to know more about her to care about her and i feel like that kind of ties into this whole like true crime phenomenon too of like knowing every fucking detail about the victim just to give a shit that they were murdered like that kind of thing it's like no i i care and i'm invested because like this is a woman in danger and it's real and i believe it do you know what i mean yeah like whenever people are like well what if it was like your like sister or what if it was your daughter or something like how about you just give a shit that she was a human being exactly (laughs) exactly like i at least think that that was like a conscious decision and it also just like simplifies the whole situation this is such a tight movie it's 90 minutes yeah bam bam boom but also like at the same time like the way this message is like being executed doesn't seem like preachy or like i do you know what i mean like yeah it's just it's there it's not like it's trying to yeah overplay it yeah Ugh. I also just, uh, it does such a good job of, like, illustrating just how oblivious men are, too, about, <laughs> even if they aren't actually a threat, like, you can be perceived as one, like, the, the jogger that's behind her or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's, 
that's the only reason that like I would have believed or believe could have believed before the ending, like that it was that it wasn't a threat, that it wasn't in her mind, or that this dude wasn't. A- Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like something like the the scene in the theater. Like, I I would believe that a man would be stupid enough to just sit behind you in an empty theater because he's fucking stupid and oblivious yeah. and doesn't see how terrifying that would be to a, a woman on her own. Um, yeah, ironic. Ironically, on my walk back to the car from this at the Arrow, there were two men just like walking directly behind me. Um, and I always, I always leave space on the sidewalk if I'm, my fat ass is walking too slow and you can pass me. But they were still just walking right behind me. I'm like, they did not learn a damn thing from this movie. <laughs> yeah. It is nighttime and you are walking right behind me for no fucking reason. Give me space. Like I even, like as a butch, like I'm yeah. aware. Of how I might, like, I always give space from a woman when I'm walking behind her because I don't want to, like, be perceived as a threat. Like, that's how, that's the difference. (laughs) Anyway, I've been talking too much. Sorry. You're fine. (laughs) Can you tell I like this movie? I don't know. Can you tell this movie, (laughs) like, resonated with me? Can you tell? It was, I'm so glad I got to see it with a crowd, too, because it was, it's on Shudder now, but, like, um, I got to see it in a theater and, like, all the women in the audience were like reacting to more like different things like more things were more audibly like reacting to things like all Mm -hmm. i'm trying to remember it was a while ago but yeah like you could just feel the energy in the room like it was different our reactions were different um like every woman in that room was probably just like tensing up the entire time just like oh yeah i've mm -hmm, been here before mm -hmm. even if it's not like an intentional like i've had guys behind me um, when I was walking home, um, on, like, mm-hmm. sidewalks and stuff, and I just had to, like, I kind of kept, like, glancing, kind of making sure from the side eye that they weren't getting too close to me. Like, mm-hmm. even when I, it was just, like, when I walked home from, like, my high school to my house, and that was just, like, maybe a 15-minute walk, and I was still, like, always had only one headphone in, I was always aware of, like, who was kind of around me, even though my, mm-hmm. my place is pretty, like, safe, I just, you- that doesn't make that doesn't matter it doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> it can happen anywhere and that's just though like it that just such a terrible thing that women have to deal with um and it, i think also just like having it shot in a place where mm-hmm. um there's not like you don't understand the language and you're like in a pretty isolated area also and not like increases that sense of isolation because originally it was supposed to be in brooklyn new york um and i feel like you know having it set in such like a country where like not a lot of people speak english like in if you went to like germany they'd probably speak english if they realized that you don't really speak german like this is a place where like it's kind of like russia where they you don't like they're not going to speak english for you like you have to learn the language yeah. Um, unless they, like, were grown up or raised, you know, speaking both languages or different languages. Um, and just, like, so, like, in the fact that she has to be so isolated, um, just out, like, even though it's a hospitable country, uh, and she, like, can go outside and she's, like, she feels fine, but just even then, regardless of daytime and nighttime, she still feels kind of isolated because she doesn't know anybody, she doesn't know anyone she can really go to for help until she meets Irina next door, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, she's, like, one of the only people that, like, speaks, um, uh, Ukrainian and, uh, English, um, besides her husband, so, like, that's kind of gives her a sense of, you know, not so isolated, but, like, she is alone so much, and when you are alone, your thoughts tend to get to you a lot, especially if you're, uh, yeah. you think you're going through something like this, um, and just, oh, yeah, and the, and the, and the window thing, like, that's why I don't like having open when windows at night. I, I slam that every, shit to Every time I close my blinds now, I'm like, in case Burn Gorman is out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk about Burn Gorman, though? Can we, can like, we talk about Burn Gorman? Oh, of course. Every day. <laughs> at first, I felt like he was, like, far enough away that I was like, this guy looks familiar, but I cannot place why. And then I finally got to see Spence, and I was like, that's Burn Gorman! And... Oh, he's so good because, like, he can come off really charming when he wants to in his roles, but he can also be, like, just really subtly creepy, Mm -hmm. um, even when he's trying to seem, like, you know, pretty nonchalant or just, like, I'm not trying to, 
uh, be out to get you. I'm not sure where this misunderstanding is coming from, but it's also kind of hard at the same time because he is this guy who is stalking her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's later revealed he is the spider, even though they thought they had yeah. caught the original guy at first. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, because he's most non- unassuming man. And, like, that's the whole point is that yeah. nobody, nobody who is a bad guy who is a criminal ever looks like how we want them to look like they just look like totally normal human beings like you know next door like the whole next door like oh he was so quiet he never really did anything i can't believe he mm-hmm. would do something like this and like that's how he got away with yeah. it too like, oh no oh, well, he's taking care of his sick dad he's lonely oh da- yada yada yeah oh, the guy's like oh he probably just has a crush on you shut the fuck up um shut up <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyway, back to Burn. Like, he, le- I mean, he truly, he has really only one scene with dialogue, and it's that train scene, and he's so good in it. Like, that was, he literally, he almost got me. Like, there was truly, he gave me, like, one split second of, like, maybe disbelief just because he was so good at just being this, like, sad sack. And, like, uh, oh, he's just this weirdo. And then, but then, like, the switch, this subtle, subtle switch that he does while she's staring at the bag, and he's just like, the way, what does he say? He's like, well, what I think what I really want is an apology. And you're like, oh my god. Like, we were all like, oh, no, god. Oh. <laughs> it's him. It's him. Fuck that god, guy. The bag. You gotta go. Oh my god. We also were all like screaming when he waved back. We're like, oh no, 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 no. Because that, no. that was her, she was testing it, right? Because we were like, well, well, no, I'm crazy. Like, he's not actually. And then he raises his hand. Oh my god. Scary <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. Oh, also, Absolutely. fuck cab. I wrote that down. because. Uh, oh, the police, just, yeah. Just God. so many moments of frustration, right? Where, like, they come to her door, like, we heard you were so... Oh, my... They only give a shit when the man comes to make the report, you know? Like, and, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> the audacity. Oh, my God. Uh, and like when she when they're on the the subway and she's like kind of just like kind of staring like looking at him and kind of like looking at the bag and it just like zooms mm-hmm. in closer and you're like is that a head is that just some strange like box and I'm like what is that I don't know what I'm looking at <laughs> it's creeping me out because it's it's not like definitive enough you could think oh it's just some weird like items in his bag but it's like also it could be a head but we don't it know <laughs> it could be it could be a head. <laughs> Oh uh, R.I.P. Irina. Back to back to Irina. I loved her. I'm oh. I'm sad she died. I'm, I'm same. And also when she like when um. Oh God, shit! I forgot her name. Um, Malika's character. Um, what? Julia. Julia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she went into because like she thought she heard a scream from Irina's apartment and like she got like one of the, like some of the neighbors came out because like she was making a racket on the door trying yeah. to see if Irina was home and they got in uh, and there wasn't anyone there and they're just kind of like they also kind of treat her dismissively because I think she's uh she's foreign and she doesn't really speak their language and so they just mm-hmm. kind of like they're like we don't want people who make like a whole lot of trouble and stuff like that and like that's they kind of see her as doing that so um and the fact that like he, uh, the Watcher and Irina were in that closet mm-hmm. at that time. Um, and they didn't even... I'm like, oh my god, that would make me so <laughs> scared if I had... If they had decided to look into the closet, I have no idea what would have happened, but, like... Um... Ugh, this is creepy. <laughs> is it- I want to know how the hell he got in there in the first place. Like, did he, like, knock on her door acting like he needed something? Or... I don't know. Oh, you're wondering how it's he a guy I don't know at my oh. door. I'd be like, ah, uh, go away. <laughs> I don't know. He's a janitor. They can find their way into places. He's a... <laughs> oh, I wonder if he like got her like made a mold of like her key or something. Oh shit! Like at work. Yeah, when she like had her stuff put away while she was working, and he just makes like a duplicate of her key and like snuck in. Ugh. No, <laughs> I need locks on my locker. <laughs> Oh god. Nightmare. Uh, how do I? Oh god, I can't talk again. Um. It was really. 
I feel like so much of this too is just about not the casualness of, but just like how used to women are about like the shit they have to go through every day. And like, like Irina talks about that as being like a, a, a stripper or whatever, how like she doesn't even notice like creepy men because she's so used to the creepy men. And like, that's why she didn't know to, didn't know whether or not the watcher worked there. You know what I mean? I also like that, mm-hmm. like her profession isn't viewed as like anything bad. You know what I mean? Just kind of, Oh yeah. Oh, she works there. Oh, okay, cool. Like, that kind of yeah, thing. <laughs> and there's no like exactly. breasting boobily scenes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no what that one critic thought bodies, bodies, bodies was. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love how back to um, this was confirmed at the Q and A that it was like a conscious like decision by the costumer, but how like when she when when Julia tries to flip the switch and like do some stalking of her own to check out what this guy's deal is she like really dresses like she's she's like goes from hyper feminine like that red dress that she's absolutely gorgeous in. sorry to be a dyke here but she looks so gorgeous in that red dress if you know what i'm talking about <laughs> and then to to, to, yeah. to to be the watcher she just puts on like pants and this like baggy jacket and hat i think and she's just like slumping around the city doing her watching yeah like, like that was the, the gendering of the clothing was like something the costumer and micah like talked about which i just think is interesting oh yeah trying to trying to blend in more with the crowd mm-hmm. instead of like the like more of just like neutral like grays and stuff like that so you don't stand out as much as you do with like those bright red colors mm-hmm. um which would have definitely gotten you noticed before but oh uh, yeah, yeah that Mm. <laughs> I would just watch like a whole God. movie where nothing happens, just about like Michael Monroe walking around Romania, <laughs> but walking around Bucharest. <laughs> Both are gorgeous. The city's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So let me let me so let me ask you like a like was there ever a time where like your you thought maybe it was in her head or whatever? And also, how did you think this was going to end? Um, I think, like, it was, like, the same thing on the subway when he was talking to her. I was just kind of, like, for a moment, I was just, like, mm-hmm. maybe it isn't. And, but then I was, like, no. He's so good. No, no, no. That, that's me. Bird, baby. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. Uh, I actually had no idea how this was going to end. Um, mm-hmm. like, I'm glad it ended the way it did. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sad what happened to Irina, but, like, I'm glad, like, it was a happy ending, like, she survived, mm-hmm. um, and she killed him. So, like, you can't say that for much of, like, women who have been stalked by men in real life. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's that's... usually not so happy. That's why, like, when we... There was... You should have heard the gasp when he slit her throat. Like, we were all like, oh, fuck. And, like, <gasps> I was fully, honestly convinced and ready that that was how it was going to be ended. And I would have... It was, like, really upsetting, but I... And I would have like understood if that was like the decision almost like a promising young woman type ending of like yeah this fucking oh did that make you mad yeah this happens all the fucking time but then we we do get to have the catharsis of her surviving and shooting his ass down like thank god like we were all like screaming (laughs) like but i was ready for that i would have i would have accepted it i wouldn't have liked this movie as much but i would have accepted it but i just goddamn that's some that's some catharsis babe like (laughs) <laughs> I think I interrupted what was trying to be your segue into the true crime thing, but I just wanted to talk about the end. Oh real quick. no, you're fine. Like I like he was coming out of the apartment, and Francis was just kind of like about to go next door. He sees the guy come out, and it's like I wonder what was going through his mind at that time. But before he could like even say anything, he, did you mm-hmm. just hear this shot? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, he did not like cut deep enough, or she managed to like clot mm-hmm. it subtly, mm-hmm. so he couldn't see her. But like also that part where she's lying on the ground and he like lies down with her <sighs> and like holds on her hand. I was just like, I'm gonna beat this man, get away from her, <laughs> get a job, <laughs> get a job. God's sake. Um, but yeah, yeah, this this happy ending. Um, was fortunate enough for one woman uh this is a actual like true crime real event we all go a little mad sometimes 
that happened back in uh, two, 20, uh, just last year, because uh, you know this shit never stops. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was uh, up in Vermont. This was a uh, article written by Megan Fox, not the Megan Fox I wish, but um, <laughs> so um, it's, it says, uh, Anna Nasset believes she should be dead. She's among the extremely small percentage of stalking survivors who successfully put her offender behind bars. Uh, in 2019, the man who stalked her was sentenced to 10 years in prison, granting her what she calls a decade of freedom. Uh, she told Good Morning America, I 100% should be dead, adding that her stalker of over a decade was found guilty of felony stalking in violation of a protective order and felony cyber stalking. Uh, quote, it's kind of shocking that I'm alive. Luckily, they caught him before he could do anything. Uh, Nasset is one of the more than 6 million people over the age of 18 who are stalked each year in the United States, according to the data from the Department of Justice Bureau of Justice Statistics. Uh, That number is believed to be much higher, however, as BJS statistics indicate that just 40% of stalking cases are reported to police. Um, According to the Stalking Prevention Awareness and Resource Center, SPARC, uh, one one in six women and one in 17 men are stalking survivors. Roughly 15% Mm. of those individuals said that the stalking forced them to move. Among that group is Nesset. As Nesset, she's 40 years old, now looks back at the challenges she endured in her pursuit for justice, which took nine years. Mm. Again, um, she hopes that she will empower other survivors by sharing her story. Um, so in November of 2011, she said she was living her dream life. She was owning and operating an art gallery in Port Townsend, Washington. Uh, that dream life was stolen from her, she said, when a man she did not know entered her gallery and expressed interest in showing his work. After their first interaction, Nasset said the man made numerous attempts to call her and began sending her messages on Facebook that grew increasingly personal from describing her appearance to mentioning the many places he apparently watched her. Nasset said he also tried sending her handwritten letters, which never reached her because her address was kept private and also wrote about her to public officials. A friend convinced Nasset to make a report to the Port Townsend Police Department, and upon speaking to law enforcement officers, she came to discover they were already familiar with this individual. Oh, Oh, him? Uh, The police... Yo, him? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) The police, she said, told her the man had a reputation of stalking people for small spurts of time and it looked like I was the next victim, she recalled. A restraining order was filed, but it did little to discourage her offender's behavior. In 2012, Nasset's stalker pleaded guilty to misdemeanor harassment and was sentenced to 364 days in jail. However, his sentence did not deter his stalking and after his release the following year, he intensified his harassment. Nasset said he began sending violent threats that made her fear for her life. She said she closed her art gallery in t- October of 2013 because of the psychological toll and ultimately fled to Vermont in 2016. Uh, the move did little to discourage her stalker, Nasset said, saying he continued to send her messages that were becoming more and more violent. She feared that the offender would physically pursue her to Vermont and she filed a report with the state police. But Nasset said the police dismissed her concerns and told her, there's nothing we can do to help you. Shortly after that interaction, Nasset received word from the Port Townsend police that her stalker had been arrested again and a prosecutor decided to pursue stronger charges against him. The prosecutor decided to take on the impossible, Nasset said, explaining that stalkers are very, very, very rarely prosecuted. Um, Few stalking perpetrators are arrested and even fewer are prosecuted, according to the BJS. Of the roughly 40% of stalking cases reported to police, a 2009 report from the Bureau indicated only a fifth of victims pressed charges. Once reported to police, just 8% of stalking perpetrators are arrested, the report showed. The BJS is expected to release updated stalking statistics this year, 2022, as national victimization surveys are usually completed once every decade. Uh, Patrick Brady, an assistant professor at University of West Georgia's Department of Criminology who specializes in researching U.S. stalking data, explained that stalking is a relatively new crime in comparison to others, and that is why national stalking statistics are limited. Uh, He is contributing his findings to the BJS. Uh, 
He says that stalking is one of the only crimes that criminalizes legal behaviors. It is not illegal to send someone 12 dozen roses, but when you look at it in the context of a stalking situation, it could become illegal. In addition, Brady said a person guilty of stalking may be arrested and prosecuted for a separate crime that is easier to prove in court, such as physical assault, which also impacts the data. Prosecutors have to prove beyond reasonable doubt that a crime was committed. For Nasset, it took several years for the prosecutor to build a case to prove that she was a victim of stalking, and in 2019, the case went before a judge as her stalker opted against having a trial by jury. Nasset added that her stalker was allowed to represent himself so he was able to cross-examine her. Um, Nasset said that during her cross-examination, her offenders started questioning me things about uh, things that took place in 2008, and she realized that was when he began stalking her. So even before he walked into her gallery. The judge ruled in Nasset's favor and released his verdict a month after the bench trial. When the judge said 10 years, I lost it. I basically kicked the chair out from behind me and collapsed onto the floor, not even sobbing, but like gasping for air, she said. I couldn't breathe once I realized what had happened. Now with her own ordeal behind her, she is working to educate victims of crime on how to navigate the criminal justice system. So, Hell yeah. yeah, like, uh, and not surprised that the police are like, well, can't do nothing. And it's like, and, and yeah, and they don't do anything until it's far too late. Because when I was originally looking up cases mm-hmm. that regarded stalking, I had to, like, search specifically a survivor of stalking. Like, I couldn't just be like, you know, women, uh, women's, uh, kills their stalker or something. Cause like, there was like nothing on that. And it just kept bringing up cases about women who had been killed by their stalker. Yeah. Something happened kind of recently in LA, like a couple months ago where it was like a, a girl's ex or something. Mm-hmm. First was like pounding on her door and finally got in and the neighbors called the police multiple times and were like, he, they're like, he is in there killing her. And the cops were like, eh. And then the dude like hours later just casually walks out a la Burn Gorman. Oh my God. And it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. D- like that. Oh my God. I'm glad you found one where there's a survivor. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And I'm glad Julia survived. Same. I love the look that she gave her husband after she comes out she's like now do you believe me that's a good look it's a good final good final shot that's a good look oh my god micah it's so good so so good so i do do want to ask because we have to get to the is it gay you buy all your murder weapons at home depot um well i'm i'm gay when i watch it i feel very gay does that count that counts that that counts i think i think she and irena should have just ended up together and been fine that's all i gotta say i was i was like is this that cute little vibe here yeah that's the vibe there's that cute little moment where she like touches her face like oh thanks for looking out for me and i'm like oh okay let's be that's about it that's um I, I don't know if you caught any vibes this is pretty straightforward it's more like yeah it's it's more about it's about being a woman and not queerness and that like not that queer women can't be stalked too but this is different <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely like has that element of at least um like women can understand something that you know mm-hmm. men never will um and there's also i've heard like uh trans men who pass more Mm. um they have said that they now understand what it's like to be on the other side of that because they like how women communicate with men versus how they communicate because when uh she was talking Mm -hmm. to irena she was pretty warm and like really friendly and just you know she had this kind of Mm -hmm. chemistry that when she talks to her husband it's pretty cold and, like, especially when yeah. this starts happening, and it's just, like, it feels like there's this distance that was there that was not there when she was with Irina. Because um, she had someone that she could confide in that would understand the gravity of a situation like this more than, like, even if you tried explaining it to a guy. Like, they just don't know. Unless they have yeah. been on that, on the side of, like, this is something, like, that's almost instinct at this point. Like, I always have to check the back of my car yeah. before I get into it, even though I have a two-door car. Um, and I always come from a distance so I can see underneath it to make sure there's nobody under there, like, and making sure no one's, like, 
checking out the passenger side, making sure no one's in the car next to my door. Like, just, it's something that I don't even really realize that I do anymore until I catch myself doing it. And it's just kind of, like, this Mm -hmm. is shitty that I have to do this. (laughs) Because men are terrible and the world's a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. But, and great. (laughs) But, yeah, a a little bit of gay vibes, but, like, just, that's probably just me, though. Because women interacting more warmly with each other over a shared experience. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. They get it. They get it, yes. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) So you have any last, um, any last words, any last thoughts on, uh, Watcher? No, I mean, I think I've I've spoken enough. (laughs) Uh, I hope I didn't hype it up too much for people, but I, yeah, go watch it on Shudder. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and show it to my mom next time she's here. Woo! <laughs> I feel like it's something I could probably show it to my mom, too, because she doesn't do well with scary movies, yeah. but I'm like, this is more thriller than scary, but that maybe just mm-hmm. a way to convince her to watch her. Uh, though that's... It's like Hitchcock. It's like... It's fine. So that scene where she discovers Irina's body, just like sitting up in that chair with no head, fucking oh. creeped me the... It freaked me out so bad. Poor, like, I don't even know how I would react to seeing something like that, especially when it's somebody you know, like, just, like, her just, just kind of, like, freezing and, like, trying to take a breath, and then, like, there's the watcher mm-hmm. with the fucking bag over her head trying to knock her out, like, she fucking goes through it, man, I hope she gets some, like, that boy, that husband better be on his knees apologizing to the hell out to her. After that. Dump him. Dump him. Like, get out of there, girl. God. So, yeah, that, it's just, it's such a good movie. It's a, such a slow burn, intense, like, but it's done so well. And, yeah, it is pretty, like, pretty standard for, like, a plot like that. But, it, like, the way it is done, I think, makes it even yeah. better. Because, like, you can have, like... You know, same stories, like, being made, but it's just how it's executed that really can make or break it, and this really did really, 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 really well on this, uh, this kind of aspect, so good, good choice, and extremely good director. I can't wait for her to make more things. Me too. She made a short that's really good that I can't remember what it's called at the top of my head, but yeah, I can't wait to see what she does next. (laughs) Chloe, I wish you hadn't had COVID! (laughs) (laughs) So many questions to ask. No. All right. So shall we wind okay, down? We can wind down if you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Do you want to go? God, for two months worth of shit to talk about. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. What did? Had I? I don't think Outfest had happened the last time we spoke, right? I don't had think it? so. So, so I'll, I will mention. I got to watch the first episode of queer for fear which is also gonna be on shutter it's like the basically like history film history of queer horror which yes. i'm so fucking excited about <sighs> and I'll, I'll try to stick to mostly genre stuff but the, I, I i just have to mention speaking about this that like i watched so i said watchers my fave of 2022 this is like a close second and i it's not out yet i i like i saw it at outfest and there's been no announcement of like who's picking it up or where it's going to be released to the public, but it's this, like, lesbian Jehovah's Witness movie called You Can Live Forever. Hello? And, like, like, you will read the, like, the logline and be like, well, I know exactly, like, what's going to happen in this movie. And it's like, you're, you're right, but it doesn't matter. Just like Watcher, it's about the execution of it and the performances and everything about it that I just, like, I will be thinking about it for a long time and, like, hadn't felt that way about it. Especially, like, even just a queer film in a long time. Like, I got feelings, man. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> okay, Dyke. Um, a <laughs> lot of horror! A lot of horror happening! Especially, in, and, like, getting horror in theaters. It's back, baby, because the Halloween season is upon us, as we know. Woo! Um, they, they Slash Them was unfortunately, like, not good. Aww. I'm so sad to say. It, like... Sorry, Hennies. I mean, still watch it and form your own opinion, but it is, like, barely a slasher, and, like, I don't know. It. Did you watch it? No, but that makes me sad, because that's such oh. a good title. Like, they slash them. Great title! Oh. Great title! Oh, my God. What are we gonna do? Um, 
What else? So much, so much, so much. I'm just trying to stick to horror. Uh, Orphan First Kill. <laughs> Have you watched it yet? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just like, I can't believe it. It's been like, what, 13 years since the original came out? Let's fucking go. <laughs> like, I don't know who came up with the idea to bring back Isabel Furman and have her reprise this role in a prequel. Um, but they should win a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I, like, I, every, every time there was a shot of, like, her body double, I was, like, giggling. <laughs> oh, my God. And, but also, I won't, I won't tell you what happens in it, um, but if, in case you're going to watch it. But mm. it really subverts expectations of what you think an orphan movie is going to be and i think isabel Furman is a star um Ooh. also what god so much came out sorry i watched glorious on shutter really fucking weird um <laughs> rebecca mckendry i bodies i really like bodies 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 speaking of which um i thought it was really fun i i laughed out loud at shit like well he's a leo moon and stuff like that um, me prey came out i had never seen a predator movie so oh. watching prey i get to learn about all the cool shit a predator can do and be like ooh, and it's like that was fun um invitation bad unfortunately the the new one not the karen kusama one i um yeah not even like fun bad like Aww. it's so boring for the first like hour and 10 minutes and it, um I'm almost done. Oh my god! Like bam, bam, bam! I've watched a lot of genre shit finally. Um, have you seen Cloverfield Paradox? Because I finally watched that. No, I need to see it though. I loved. I dug it. Like it, 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 it seemed to get mixed to poor reception. People didn't see. I, I don't know. I, I dug it. Um, I, uh, I love any concept of like parallel universes and especially in, like. Mm -hmm. kind of like another earth it, this is nothing like another earth um also just a stacked cast everyone just starts slapping daniel Bruhl around which should always happen um god they all wear little flat they, uh, they, they all have like little flags of their country on their uniform shoulders oh, oh, shit like i don't know uh, okay last thing Barbarian. Have you heard of this? Are you going to see it? I saw a preview of it uh, when I went and saw... Um, a th I, when I went and saw the last movie I saw in theaters, I saw a preview for it. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know, but I'm interested. And I've mm -hmm. heard really good stuff from like all the horror people I follow, so I'm like, oh, I gotta yeah. go see it. And also, Mr. Skarsgård. Gotta see my man. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, is there anything bad I should that. worry about in that? Like, cause like I was like, kind of like I don't know what's going on, so I don't know what I should expect in this movie. What do you mean? Like, like it's like in terms specifically. Yeah, like any kind of like audio gore or anything. Like, I don't think there's any pets in here, thankfully. Um, uh, no pets. Um, I don't think there's any audio gore. There's visible. gore. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can oh. deal with that as long as it's nothing like the cover of Would You Rather with a fucking razor near someone's eye. Like that shit, I'm just like, none, none that. like that. Just none then like that. I'll uh, be fine. I, <laughs> yeah, go in as blind as you can is what I'll say. The the I I honestly wasn't that interested based on the trailer alone. I was like, eh. um, I'm like I would simply not be in that situation. But um, <laughs> but then it, like you, every everyone I trust about horror was like oh this is so good and so i went to see it i also just thought like i was like let's see what a horror movie is made by one of the guys from whitest kids you know like let's see this let's <laughs> sure like, i went home and watched the the lincoln assassination sketch afterwards <laughs> like this man made that <laughs> sorry your turn i've watched so much shit <laughs> oh you're fine um so after I after our last episode when I watched what I know what you did last summer I went and saw Nope by Jordan Peele. Nope. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. How uh, do I not uh, mention Nope? Sorry. Go ahead. So I've I've talked about it to you guys a lot. Uh, yeah. To Z and Jax all the time, and I'm just, I love it. I can't wait to rewatch it eventually. Just just the everything the everything about that. If you haven't seen Nope, I please 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 just watch it. You will love it. We love Jean Jacket. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, and then I also watched, uh, on my 100, uh, top movies list, I watched Sullivan Travels, which was 
pretty okay. It was fine. Uh, and then I watched Prey, and then I watched it in, like, they had it in the, it had, like, an English dub, and then they had, like, originally how they wanted to release it was, um, oh, God, I'm trying to remember what language it was, but it was, like, how they were, like, how they would have sounded back when this was set, like, just speaking in that, and, like, they also had, like, French, so, like, there was no English in this movie at all when I watched it with the dub. I think it's, like, Comanche, I think is how, what they were speaking. Are you talking about, are you talking about Prey? Yes. Prey. Yes, that's Comanche. I meant, I, my brain didn't, like, process you were talking about a movie that wasn't Sullivan's Travels. I'm like, what other language? Yeah, it's Comanche. <laughs> so you watched that version, huh? Yes. Um, okay. And I have seen a few of the Predator movies, especially, in, like, especially the first one, and it is, like, right up with the first one in terms of being, like, this is solid. I even had a dream about it last night, so it stuck with Ooh. me. Um... Uh, after that, I watched the El Camino movie because we had finally finished watching Breaking Bad with my parents. Uh, and then I watched American Graffiti and then Cabaret on my top 100 hey. films. Uh, love some Bob Fosse. Um, and then I watched Watcher uh, for this one uh, even before I knew we were doing it because I was just like, I gotta watch this. I know Kate has recommended it, so I must watch, watch it. Absolutely hey. loved it. Um, and then I, wa- I think it's on Hulu. It's this uh, Swedish film called Hatching. It's so weird. <laughs> Was that so exciting? Okay, it is so exciting that I mentioned Hatching, hatching, yes, continue. Oh, you're fine. I think it's like almost 100% CGI. Um, that puppeteering was fantastic. No, that, no that's that. No, it's, that's practical effects. Yeah, I know. That's I, I said, like, that's, that's why that's I said like there was like no CGI. Um, oh, I thought you said 100% CGI. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. No, she straight up. So she straight up. The director was just like, I mean, I want the best. I'm just gonna call the guy that did Star Wars, and and like he agreed. <laughs> like, like what the fuck? Ah! Shoot your shoot your shot. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, loved it. Um. So that was that was so fun. Like, just go watch. You'll go in and watching it and be blind the entire time. It's it's worth mm-hmm. it for that. Uh, and then I finally watched Ginger Snaps. Um. Hey. 2000s movie so great i love that so many people have made the parallel between ginger snaps and jennifer's body of them like being mm-hmm. like hot walking down the hallway and then just being absolutely just like looking so gross covered in blood uh when they're in their monster kind of selves oh mm-hmm. i hope we cut co- we need to cover that sometime because it's it's a such a good movie and yeah we oh, must i'd talk love about to it. yeah I got to do um, Ginger Snaps 2 on Queer Wolf, but haven't gotten to record about Ginger Snaps 1. <laughs> um, and then the final movie I watched recently was Fences, because it's just been on my to-watch list, and I was like, I'm going to put this on and watch it. And God, Denzel Washington talks a lot in it. Like, I love him. But I, he there's talks so much. a lot? Oh my God, yeah. Like... I feel that like your, over. Well, it's a it's a play. You're gonna they're gonna it talk. Is a... <laughs> I know, but it's just like it felt like there was there needed to be more room to breathe. Like it was still a really good okay. film, and Viola Davis, a fucking chorus, is just amazing uh-huh. as always. Um, but just that that was probably just my personal opinion. I was just like, I need a moment to okay. breathe, and so I'll just give me a moment. <laughs> um, I haven't se- I haven't seen the play or the the movie version, so I couldn't tell you. It... Yeah, it's it's still good. It's still good, so. Um, and I've read a lot recently, because I've just been on this reading streak lately. Um, there was this one, uh, what movie was, what was I just recently watching? Um, I recently read, read The Lighthouse Witches by C.J. Cook, um, which is really good. Uh, I would highly recommend her. Uh, and a fun one called The 100-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared by Jonas Jonasson. Uh, I think he's also a, I think he's a Swedish author. He's kind of from the same region as Friedrich Bachmann, who wrote The Man Called Ove. A Man Called Ove. Um, and it's a fun read. It's just a fun little read, and you don't have to think too hard about it, which is kind of nice to sometimes have. Uh, and the last couple of three books that I read was The Other Black Girl by Zakia Dula uh, Harris and uh, Queen of the Cicadas by V. Castro, um, also known as La Reina de las Chicarras. 
which was a legend that was formed for this book, I believe. I Don't mm. quote me on that. I don't know for certain. Um, and I read this mystery one called The Last Thing He Told Me, which is pretty, it's a pretty short mystery, but it's like, whoa, kind of like <laughs> near the end. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, my parents and I have started watching Better Call Saul after fucking finished because I'm very <laughs> bad at getting on to shows. Um, and I've also been just trying to catch up on all the other stuff that I have just paused mid-watching. Um, I'm on the second season of The Boys, so I'm trying to get caught up on that. Um, have you what have you caught up on what we do in the shadows? Oh yeah. Okay, good, because I was like, I don't know if I should talk about it, but, like, those last two episodes, huh? People, I don't, I, I didn't mind them. I, they made people really angry, but I, I, I I'm not mad. <laughs> I just, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen for the next season, so I'm kind of interested in how they're going to pull great. this off. So, uh, it's, if you haven't watched it, just go ahead and watch it. Uh, won't spoil too much for that um but no yeah just lots lots of watching lots of reading lots of listening to podcasts to and from work and such so it's been a lot um thank god it's september we need that and i we have so much halloween shit at my store i'm so excited i'm just like yes this is my time <laughs> it is time it's time so, yeah, that's what I've been up to. We gotta pick something really cool for next month for Halloween. We'll, no pressure. Oh, absolutely we do. We'll, we'll think about oh. it. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. Well, it's been real. Uh, you all can find me on Twitter at Dyke Madden. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LM Designs, and you can find us on Twitter at Horror Time Pod and Facebook at Stop Horror Time Pod. Um, Spotify now allows ratings on their Yay! app, which is kind of nice. Um, so if you like what we do and you'd love to uh, sh- review us and like just tell your friends about us, we're great for people who want to know more about horror but just can't watch it. Um, and the rating and stuff is just for algorithm to possibly. St- spread us around to maybe get some new listeners on and so it can ripple effect you know uh all right so we will talk to you guys later and thanks for listening to this really long episode yeah everyone start um, planning your halloween costume all right absolutely bye. so we'll talk to you guys later and uh-huh. see you next month bye <laughs>